<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? How you living? Austin Cunningham, Justin Treese, and Dan Keeper coming to you with another episode of Talking Football. This is our mock draft episode, and let me tell you, we're excited about it to go one through 31. Total 31 picks in the first round draft this year. Don't forget the Miami Dolphins had to give up their pick due to a little colluding by the owner. They Love to see they it. They didn't give it, it. Um, it. It got taken. Well, you know, semantics, whatever. But uh, welcome back, Tree Sivia. I know we did it a couple weeks ago in uh, regards to our, what was it, 200 or four-year anniversary, excuse me. And uh, now we're going to do it again. Hopefully it stays around. No pencil and paper, though. So we're just going to kind of have to hope that uh, we don't need to write anything down, but it's good to have it back. So Trees, go ahead and lead us right on into that, sir. Yeah, it's actually good to know pen and paper because you don't need it. And two, I was actually going to make you guys raise your hand. So I knew you guys weren't typing um, to see, to look it up. So just Ricky hands, Bobby mode. What do I do with my yeah, gonna, hands up hand check? <laughs> you guys, uh, this may be super dumb. Oh, sorry. Um, did you have something to say? Go ahead. Yeah. Can you guys hear my dog snoring? No. Okay, cool. Just now, now I'm trying to listen. Now I'm trying to listen. I know, yeah, he's a big old old boy. All right. Yeah, I can hear it clear as day. I'm sure you can. He is right next to you. All right. This may be the super easiest one, but I actually just learned this like last week. So we'll find out. Do you guys know what A.J. Brown's real name is? Adam Jones. I was going to say Adam Jackson. Okay, so the good so the good news is I'm not dumb, and it wasn't just me that just didn't know. Is it uh um like can we have a hint? I mean, you got I don't know how else to give you a hint. I don't know. Like, were we warm? What's it start with? The AJ, the AJ, like you guys are on the right path of the A and the J. Like it's not like so it's not like his name's like Michael or something like that. So, and <clears throat> Antonio. No, Alexander. Uh, is it like something funny, or is it like two legit names? I mean, it's nothing that I would have thought. But is <laughs> like it two it, legit first names? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is. Um, Aaron. Nope. Uh, Andre. No. Andrew, can we get the first? Can we get the the A, and then we'll guess the J, or would I give it away? No, we'll give it away. At all. Right, what's the A? Let's do these one at a time. Arthur. No oh, man. <laughs> Dor- <laughs> Nerd. I go by AJ too. Now I feel like the J is like a very like a dignified name. You know what I mean? If you name your kid Arthur. Yeah. Arthur Indiana, Jamal Brown. No. Indiana. Indiana Anteater. Arthur do you Jones. Know a single Brown? Arthur no. besides the Anteater. Excuse me. Do you know a single Arthur besides the Anteater? Um, no, Arthur Smith, but I don't know him. Yeah, um, is that Arthur James? No, Arthur James Brown? Nope, Arthur. Um, damn, that was a good sign to the mic. Joshua, you like that? Jay, no, nope. Arthur Andrew, J. Brown, the good Josiah, is- Josiah, Andrew, Josiah, a no. Joe, Arthur, a no. Joe for AJ. I like that. Nope. Jaquillan? One more guess for each of you. Jackson. No, Damn, not I was, was going to. Um, Andrew, Arthur, Arthur, what? Brown. Arthur, Joseph. That's a common name. 
No. I already said Arthur, that one too, though. Arthur Wan. Oh my gosh. Oh, you. you got us with one of those silent letters, you son of a bitch. Oh yeah, it's it's it all like me. I'm off that yeah, movie I, that, off the movie. I named Ted. him. Is yeah. it one of those Mary like one of those blank and names? Yeah. Oh, uh, I got you now, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So uh, shout out him though, because if that was my name, I would one thousand percent go by AJ too. Arthur <laughs> Juan Brown. Wild. Does he have a does he have an additional middle name? Nope. Uh, Imagine I, if I he was number have... one. He is the Juan. Arthur Juan. Crazy. Anyways, I thought that was wild when I found that out the other yeah, day. Yeah, I had no I idea. Saying, uh, King Arthur, wide receiver one. I'll tell you right now, though, Eagles. not about to make fun of him for it. Mm-mm. Nope. No, why would you? Yeah. Why Why family. would you? Why would anyone maybe it's a, make fun of maybe somebody's it's a family name? name? Yeah. I, I don't understand what you're trying to get at, Austin. I'm I think you're saying that AJ Brown's going to beat his ass if he makes fun of him. Yeah. That's a possibility as well. We've seen that we've seen the picture of him and DK Metcalf. He'd have to catch me first. So what? Take so about, take about ten steps. <laughs> I'm fast when I'm scared. That Patrick Mahomes speed. I'm just one step faster than the person chasing me. Yeah, you're not gonna be faster okay. than AJ Brown, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how little, to break this to you. Juke. We could uh, we could going? we could actually compare your combine numbers with his. Yeah, off the charts in terms of separation. Like, as terms of he's so far separate from you on the chart, it's off the charts. Do you just want to keep finding ways to kick me while I'm down? <laughs> well, I mean, that's what he's going to do once he catches you. Mm-mm, because he's not going to catch me. Love it. All right, Twitter poll. Could A.J. Brown catch Austin? I'm going to 1,000% yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's get into this. Let's get into this mock. No trades allowed in this one. We're going, like Austin said, one through 31. We're basically just going to every other pick here. Austin, I actually chose this randomly on who was going to pick where. And Austin, you actually won, and you're up first. Is Was honored with the first pick in this year's mock draft here. Absolutely love it. That is the Carolina Panthers. I have them taking quarterback from Ohio State, C.J., Stroud. I think this is a kid who can come in um, and handle the rebuild of the Carolina Panthers. I do think they've added some key pieces this offseason, um, especially with the head coach, Frank Wright. I do think this is a good chance that the Panthers are better than expected, and I do think it can be a lot of fun. So I'm excited to see what the Panthers will be like this year with the now having the uh, future of the franchise. Do you think they're going to be better, though? Like They've kind of just gotten yes. like just a bunch of people. Like, I actually don't think they're going to be better this year. I mean, you got to think they've added Miles. Miles Sanders went there, correct? Yep. Yes. They've added Deuce Staley to their coaching staff. So I think that helps out as well. Miles Sanders at running back. You have Adam Thielen at quarterback. You have uh, Tommy Trimble at tight end. Excuse me. Thank you. Um, Trimble at tight end, I do think could be a good, reliable target for a guy like CJ Stroud coming in. Now that he's got some experience. Um, in the defense, I mean, we've been talking about this defense for a couple of years now, at least I know I have in terms of the fact is like, Hey, they're young. They just need to stay healthy. And if they can do so, it could be exciting. So it's like, they've kind of collected, like you said, trees guys, but I do think they can be the right guys if everything goes well. And it's like, well, no shit. That's how every team works. 
But I do think like getting a guy like Adam Thielen, who you know can get open and is a reliable pass catcher, will help. Miles Sanders can catch out of the backfield and run the ball efficiently. We've seen that when they finally just gave him, you know, several opportunities in Philadelphia. And then Chuber Hubbard, I think, is going to just be your, you know, I don't know, carry horse, just like here, take this and put it in the end zone. Just freaking run people over, please. So it's like they, they have at least some decisions there in the backfield. It's like we have some help. I think it's safe to say they overachieved last year. So if you're saying like, are they going to be better win loss? I think that's a different discussion than is the team itself going to be better. Cause like they could be a better team overall roster wise on paper talent wise is what Austin's getting at. But I don't necessarily like, I wouldn't be super confident they're going to win more games than last year because there's going to be a new system, obviously new coaches in place, new quarterback in place. They've completely revamped that offense. Yeah. I think, you know, like Austin said, they've done a nice job bringing in Adam Thielen. Tremble's been there, brought in Hayden Hurst, brought in Miles Sanders. There's good pieces, but I mean, I think there's still a bottom third roster in the league, and I expect them to finish bottom third. So yeah. I think the future looks better. But you know, they if they they sold out the farm to go get a quarterback, they're going to get the quarterback. If they didn't put anything around the quarterback, we'd be slaughtering them for putting a court, a, you know, a rookie out there with no help. So at least they're making a, you know, a conservative effort to put something around him. You have a wide receiver who's been there, done that. And Adam Thielen, who can almost be a coach on the field. Miles Sanders can help take some of the heat off. You know, I think there's pieces, you know, they've done a nice job building a foundation to put a rookie quarterback in, but there was no right answer. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you're right. At least they're doing something. I just, I think they've, they've spent money in just the wrong way. Like Adam Thielen's 34 years old and has declined each of the last three years. They signed. And, and De- I don't think they're paying Adam to be a wide receiver one. Like the money, the money is what the money is. But I think like, you know, they're not paying him just to go out there and catch balls. They're paying him like, hey, listen, we have a rookie coming in. We're going to have a young wide receiver room, you know, beside you you're going to do more than just play. You're going to be a coach on the field. You're going to teach these guys how to be a professional, how to prepare, how to you know watch film. I want you to be their roommate. I want you to be their best friend. I want you to be who they call every morning and who they talk to at the end of the night. You know, I think that's what they are paying him to do is be a babysitter yeah. in addition to playing wide receiver. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, cause you know, if you look at Frank Reich, look at Deuce Daly, they're both, they both emphasize character, 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 character. So yeah. that's why I see the Adam Thielen signing is yeah. be the big brother of the offense. Yeah. So for me, again, I just think they've spent it the wrong way. Like, cause Adam Thielen, again, 34 years old, declined each of the last four years. Miles Sanders, we, everybody basically called him a bust until last year when he had a good year behind the best offensive line in football. Uh, DJ Chark, one-year deal, who was yet to do really anything in his career so far, and also is coming off of an ankle surgery that he might not even be ready for any of training camp. So there's also, also that. And LaVisca Chenault sucks. Um, and then they have Terrence Marshall. Like, so, I don't know. Like, it's just like, yes, they sold. I mean, it, it sucks because they had to give up DJ Moore for the trade, right? Like, that's... That's what it comes down to. Um, I don't know. It's just 
I consider that bottom five in the league in terms of skill weapons. Well, we'll see what else they can do in the draft. We <laughs> shall see. I mean, we'll see and pick what like round four when they can pick again. So it'll be, it'll be great. To, it'll be great to watch. I mean, Tom Brady was a six-round pick, so it's yeah, not yeah, let's, like you can't get people. You know? Yeah, let's let's play that game right now. All right, Adam Thielen was a freaking walk-on from Bangladesh, Canada. So he was, he was. Yeah. They're out there. Yeah, you were still you were still crawling when that happened, right? Because that's yeah, how old he is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, all right, we're going over to we're going over to you. Houston to you, to to you. Houston, <laughs> and uh, it is Bryce Young. For the Texans, easy pick here. Everybody knows this was going to be the pick. Do you think it's an easy pick? Yeah. Because like you do the Shanahan, the Shanahan offense thing, right? And it's, you know, you either need a point guard who can distribute the ball, the Jimmy Garoppolo prototype or archetype of a quarterback, right? Or do we see what the 49ers tried to do with Trey Lance in getting someone who's incredibly athletically gifted, you know, a dual threat? So do you think... There's even a, you know, you obviously said it was an easy pick, but do you think there's just a, just a whisper, the smallest voice in the back of their heads saying Anthony Richardson or saying pass and go get Caleb Williams, Drake May next year? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I, I, I would love that. I, I mean, not as a Jags fan, I wouldn't love that idea, but like as a football fan, I'd love the idea of going after like a Will Anderson or something like that, or trading this pick, getting more picks, getting more players in the next year, mm-hmm. doing that. But I mean, you don't get a top two pick very often, right? So no, right, no, absolutely. Hard, I'm sure. I think someone. like if this was Madden, right, I wouldn't take a quarterback if I was the Texans. I'd take you know a Will Anderson or trade back and build for next year. But you oh. can't get fired in Madden. You get fired in real life. So, no, I get. It. I think Bryce Young's a good pick. Bryce Young's a good player. Don't get that great, you know twisted. Great player. Very very good player. Uh, but at three, I have the Cardinals. I think this is an obvious trade back, trade out, trade for whatever the hell you can to not make this pick. Unfortunately, we're not doing that. So the pick's going to be Will Anderson. You know, bring in defensive coach, coach who uh, with the Eagles had one of the best defensive lines in football, if not the best. Start winning the trenches, Will Anderson. Alabama pedigree, make all the Saban comments you want. Dude's a winner. Easy pick. Absolutely. I think that's the easiest pick. Uh, Yeah, I would probably agree with you there. Um, Number four, though, for the Colts, I'm up again. I think if you're the Colts, you're worried about the possibility of the Cardinals trading this pick to the Lions, the Raiders. Um, you know, one of these teams that, you know, let's even say the Titans, like let's just a team that would surprise someone to come up and get a quarterback um, sitting right there, which now would leave us with either Will Levis or the guy I'm going to take here for the Colts and Anthony Richardson. So that would be my concern if I'm the Colts here. But then at the same time, it's if you're Chris Ballard and you're sitting and you're looking at this draft class, do you really want to put your job on the line for a project quarterback like Anthony Richardson? I know he tore it up at the combine. His numbers looked great, but the kid only had 13 starts in college. The other quarterback that had 13 starts in college and was a top five pick in the draft, Mitchell Trubisky. You kind of saw that how that happened to one of your firm, former coworkers and Matt Nagy going to Chicago. It's not that good. Like it's just, I would be very concerned if I'm Chris Ballard, knowing I cannot miss this time on a quarterback. But just with our mock draft and not being able to trade. I would take Anthony Richardson here. 
but I would be very hesitant to do so. I don't feel like this is a, a home run pick or home run like we got a guy. It doesn't matter what quarterback's here. We're fine. I would be very nervous about it. All right, cool. Yeah, I like this pick. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I was just, just figuring out who's writing that in. Uh, Dan, can you write it in? I will. Sorry. Oh, okay, cool. oh yeah, okay. You're good. All right, okay. Um, yeah, I I agree with you. You can't miss after passing over, you know, and doing the whole vet quarterback for the last whatever it's been, five years. It's it's a very interesting thing. Ballard is in a tough spot right now. You can't miss. So, agree with you there. Um, I'm up next with the Seattle Seahawks, the pick that they got from the Denver Broncos. Um, this one, this one's tough. I think I'm going to go with just arguably the best player in the draft and Joe go with Jalen Carter here. Um, he feels like he feels like a Seattle Seahawk type player there. And I think that the Seahawks knowing that they have two first rounders are going to be like, Hey, if we can get what they probably consider the top player in the draft at pick five and still know they got picked 20 later on. Uh, I think they're going to walk away pretty happy. So we're going to go with Jalen Carter here. Yeah, and that was definitely a player on the board for the Lions here at six. Um, damn. Yeah, it would have been a perfect fit in Detroit. Very uh, Dan Campbell-esque to beef up that D-line. Instead, we are going to go Christian Gonzalez, uh, the corner from Oregon. And, uh, yeah, I think this is just this has been a need for in Detroit for how long? They brought in Chauncey Garner-Johnson, play a little safety, a little drop-down slot. But uh, end of the day, corner is still a big need. Uh, Okuda just simply he just hasn't folks um whether it's been injury whether it's been what he just hasn't been the answer he was supposed to be out of Ohio State so uh Christian Gonzalez is a pick here to the Lions all right and I am next with pick number seven for the Raiders and a lot of people think hey this is Will Levis territory I don't really want to draft three quarterbacks here but it's almost kind of the easy way out too but then I just can't help but think you know should we attack offensive line should we go edge, but we're fine here in the position what we have for the Raiders, or should we just take another receiver like Jackson, Smith, and Jigba? I think it's a little crazy, but it would be interesting. I do think this is something that's like, hey, the Raiders should just say, F it, let's just get targets for Jimmy Garoppolo and have some fun with it, and then just run the ball with Josh Jacobs when need be. But I also think the Raiders realize we need to get ready for our future. Let's go with Will Levis, quarterback out of Kentucky. Have Jimmy Garoppolo groom him, get ready because the Raiders know like we need more help here. And if we can at least get a guy that we think can help us moving forward, let's do so because it's also inevitable that Jimmy Garoppolo is probably going to get hurt this year. And uh, Jimmy's deal is kind of a pseudo one year contract. I think yeah. Trees, thing you and I had that conversation offline. Yeah, I think so. So, and I like this though. Um, and they paid Jacoby Myers so much. I would have probably had to argue this I, if you were yeah. with JSN, you know, just because they get it. I forgot All, they, they just went and got Jacoby Myers. Yeah, they just paid so much for him, too, that, like, they're fully, like, in there. Like, it actually makes me think that um, Renfro? Renfro, Renfro gets traded on draft day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say on day two or three, Renfro gets traded. I'm gonna I hate wow. to be that guy, but is he a Hunter Renfro? You are a New England Patriot. <laughs> I mean, you know where he would actually fit super good is if he went to San Fran. Like him in that Shanahan offense, just catching little eight yard curls, little over the middle, pow, 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 pow. No, you're Uh, right. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. 
Yeah, I actually don't hate that at all. I'm like hurrying and going through like where else they could go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all right, let's derail this mock draft. Yeah, to exactly. Talk about yeah. Hunter Renfro landing dude, spots, dude. I Hunter Renfro, and tonight we've been I like talking him. football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, uh, we'll move on then. Uh, Falcons are up. Um, this one's tough. Feel like I need to go offense here, but I'm not going to because I think there's another defensive player that can fit on this team. And I'm going to go with Tyree Wilson, the edge from Texas Tech here. Um, I think that they put a lot of stock in their defense this offseason, and I think they're going to just continue to do that right here. And they're really going to go in to next year with question mark at quarterback and with Ritter and just know if, hey, if it fails, they're going to get someone like May or Williams, and he's going to be able to come in with some very good skill weapons and a great defense. So I'm going with Tyree Wilson. Love that. All right, yeah, I think that's a great pick. Uh, at nine, we got the Chicago Bears up after the trade down from one earlier this offseason, and I kind of like how the board fell. I think there's a lot of options for the Bears. Uh, they could go JSN, pick up another receiving option. They could grab Peter Skaronsky, sure up the offensive line, which we know always needs help. Whether you think he's a tackle, I think he's a guard. They could also go Paris Johnson, the tackle on Ohio State. Where I think they go, and this is a little off the uh, off the rails, boys, but Chicago is in Big Ten country. We're staying in the Big Ten. We're going to Iowa. We're going to take Lucas Van Ness, the edge out of Iowa. I think he is the perfect run-stopping with pass rush upside player that Chicago, the Monsters of the Midway, have been looking for. So I like Lucas Van Ness to go to Chicago. Well, I'll type that. Up is, next up is going to be the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm going to move from the offensive side of the ball to the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to have them take Nolan Smith, the edge rusher out of Georgia. I do think this is a guy who can come in and help them uh, as a rotational piece in year one. And then as they kind of move on with, from their older defense alignment, I, you know, you can kind of tell in the last couple of years too, with the Eagles and the draft is let's add to the defensive line. Let's get a good rotation with our veteran players. And then as they kind of move on with their career, we are good to go and we'll be fine. So I'm going to take uh stick Nolan Smith here from Georgia in. I really like that pick, um, especially with how many players they've lost. Um, that honestly, that that fits in really nicely. I like that, Austin. Um, Thank you. How did how did I manage to get the Titans pick? Like, uh, you did. Yeah, I don't man. really know. You might as well just switch with Dan here. To be honest with you, um, they are taking the kicker out of BYU. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, They're uh, retroactively the taking Zach Wilson quarterback. I swear. I know. I'm just. I swear. I swear. I'm kidding. Um, fuck the Titans. Yeah. Fuck the Titans. Um, I have to do it. They need another offensive weapon. We're gonna go with JSN here, Jackson. <clears throat> Jigba, and it's going to be a great little, great little signing for them. I'm going to hate it, but him next to you know all their other weapons, not even their tight end. I can't even think of his name right now, but their tight end even tore it up at the end of last year. Um, so go with JSN here. Okay, and uh, the Houston Texans are up at. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I got I'll screw up my spreadsheet. I only got numbers. So they go now. I got letters. Perfect. <laughs> 
Texans are up at 12. They are sprinting to the podium. We're taking Peter Skaronsky, tackle, guard, offensive lineman, Northwestern. I don't care if he plays tackle. I don't care if he plays guard. Houston is in a position where get the five best offensive linemen possible on your line. Uh, they took Bryce Young earlier. Trace, Austin, we've talked about in the past how important it is for whatever team drafts Bryce Young to keep him upright. This is a move to do that. Go get Peter Skaronsky. Perfect. Couldn't fall any better for him. All right, and I am up next with the New York Jets here at pick 13. I'm going to take Paris Johnson Jr., the offensive tackle out of Ohio State. I think the Jets are in a position right now where they cannot rely on Mekhi Becton to possibly be the franchise left tackle or just an offensive lineman in general but due to his health. Um, when he's on the field, he's good. I think he could be a solid player. But, again, the Jets are in a position where they can sit there and just hope and cross your fingers that the guy that you took here uh, a couple years ago can continue to be him when he's not, but when you possibly get a guy like Paris Johnson, you can slide in and just be the guy from day one at tackle. This guy we've been talking about for years at Ohio state, just kind of waiting for him to get a chance to come into the draft. Boom. Here it is. I think the jets are happy with it. My only concern would be, are the jets going to trade pick 13 for Aaron Rodgers? My opinion, if you do that, you're stupid. You do not need to trade a first round draft pick for a guy who's only going to probably play one or two years for your franchise. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, I'm up next, and we are going to go with, for the Patriots, Devin Witherspoon, cornerback from Illinois. I don't think that cornerback's the biggest need for the Patriots, but I think he's probably the best player on the board, and we know how many offensive weapons are in this division in the Bills and the Dolphins. They're going to want as many DBs as possible there, so going with Devin Witherspoon, who is arguably the top cornerback in this draft class. Him and him and Christian Gonzalez are the top two, and however you want to slice it, that's kind of how it goes. So going with Devin Witherspoon here. Yeah, I think that's a very, very classic Patriots pick. Next up at 15, the Green Bay Packers. It sounds like Jordan Love is QB1. Okay, we're just, we're just going to get that out of the way now. <laughs> we're going to really spurn Aaron Rodgers here. And we're going to do the thing that the Packers never did for him. We're going to help the quarterback. Obviously, I think we can all say Jordan Love is not Aaron Rodgers. There's a good chance he'll never be Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Green Bay is going to go back to back to back on Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So let's get this young man as much help as we can give him. We're going to grab a weapon. Uh, I don't know if you guys have looked at the Green Bay tight end room lately, but it's not good. Good news, this is a deep tight end class. and grab one round two. So round one, we are going to grab... Mario Addison, wide receiver from USC, get a nice, reliable option. Christian Watts can go deep. Romeo Dubs can go deep. What you need is someone reliable, a safety blanket. Grab Addison. Jordan Addison. I'm sorry, not Mario. Jordan Addison. Okay. Mario Addison was a defensive lineman a couple of years ago. So who so, are you taking? Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison. Boy, Rogers is pissed. Of course, you take a receiver in the first round after I leave. Lovely. Lovely. And then you know what? Round two? Thank round you. two? We're going tight end. So, yeah. Oh, even better. <laughs> uh, so, I'm here up next with the Washington Commanders at pick 16. And there's a small part of me that just wants to say, hey, uh, Hendon Hooker, here you go. Come take over this. But then it's like, you know, actually, let's be smart. We've seen Washington just kind of say, hey, We'll see what we have at quarterback next year. Sam Howell might be the guy. 
give him an opportunity. That's fine. I think you got your running back. I think you got your receivers. I do think you have a decent offensive line. We've seen you attack the defensive line in the recent drafts. We've seen you attack linebackers in the recent draft. Now it's time to attack your secondary because I don't think you really have a reliable first-round draft pick um, at the corner position. So that's why I'm going to go right here with Joey Porter Jr., the corner out of Penn State. I think this is a guy that can come in um, and be helpful and immediate, again, and that's probably my word of the day here, taking some of these players, immediate impact on your defense and help, especially in that division where they are just stacked with receivers, maybe aside from the Giants. But I think when you look at the Cowboys and you look at the Eagles, like how are we going to slow these guys down? You need reliable help there in the secondary, and Joey helps that from day one. I really like that. It's shocking because I, when we got closer to like the end of the football season, I thought he was cornerback one, no doubt about it. And now he's like slowly dropped to whatever cornerback four, three or four at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty crazy there. Um, so that leaves me up, and it is the Steelers, correct? Yeah. Um, uh, Steelers, man, this this team could go in so many directions. That's why it's so hard. Um, I'm going to go with maybe another Pittsburgh just native and go with Kalia Kansi, the defensive tackle out of Pittsburgh. Just let him stay home here. Uh, get them another defensive body up front. Uh, it might not, again, might not be their biggest need, but these guys have had success staying close to home and Nancy's just getting more and more like hype as the process goes on. And their defensive line's not getting any younger. So, uh, yeah, going to go with Kansi here. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like that quite a bit. I think the Steelers are probably pretty pissed that Commanders took Joey Porter. Yes. Could have had done a nice little lineage uh, pick there. But at 18, the Lions are up again earlier. I got them a corner and Christian Gonzalez. This time we're going to take a little peek ski at the board here. I think the Lions are good at wide receiver, guys. But um, I'm going to do it. We're at pick 18, and it's time for a top five player to come off the board. And I understand that they already signed David Montgomery. I understand that they have a running back. But, yeah, Austin, that's right. The Lions are going to take B. John Robinson. I love it. I love it. I hate, I, it, I hate that. They, they, hate Deon, they hate DeAndre Swift. They do. They basically – David Montgomery, that contract, they can get out of that. If not, I think it's great that they keep him. Keep Bijan healthy, best of both worlds. That offense is going to be freaking awesome. I mean, if you're the it. Buccaneers or the Chargers right there, you're just slamming your hands on the table. Like, God bless it. That would have been perfect for us. So – because that's where I was going to go with Tampa here right after you if you didn't take them. Oh, no shit. Oops. Oopsie poopsie. <laughs> oh, good. No worries at all. So now I'm up next, though, like I just said, with the Tampa Buccaneers. Um, I think I'm going to roll with the defensive edge uh, in Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Um, I do think this is kind of one of those deals where you look at Tampa and their defensive line, kind of getting sneaky old. So let's get a young guy in here to kind of help be the future. I do think you have more holes to kind of help attack the secondary uh, just due to the fact that you lost some guys in free agency. Um, maybe you can get some help along your offensive line as well. But I do think a guy like Miles Murphy um, is just someone that you can have for the future um, and just help get after some of these other quarterbacks in the division that aren't necessarily that threatening, which you like to see because it's just going to give him more confidence coming in and to just tear shit up. Just tear shit up and have some fun, bub. That's all we want you to do. 
All right. I'm up with the Seahawks again. So let's see here. I mean, I went with I went with um Tyree. No, sorry, that was with the Falcons. I went with Jalen Carter last time. Felt like I got the best player available there. Oh, this one's tough. Apparently, I just like the wide receivers, and I'm going to keep going with it. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Jordan Addison here. I already, oh, already did. Sorry. He and that was Jordan Addison. You Jeez. are a Green Bay Packer. Thanks for paying yeah. attention. No, no, that that was actually when I was logging in and out and I was trying to fix my computer. So I will oh, take that fair. one on the elbow. Um, damn it. Okay. Well, that I guess makes my job easier then. Um, I guess I will go with Roderick Jones. I'm going to go with Roderick Jones. I'm gonna go with Broderick Jones. <laughs> well, I, I was just trying to say I, it one more time so we know that so, so we know you feel good about it. <laughs> no, because I let us let us know that you really you're really excited about it. God, I just hate taking offensive line here, but I kind of like it because they're gonna need they're gonna need that help. I'm doing it again. I'll say it again. Broderick Jones, offensive tackle out of Georgia here. Let's get hey, good pick. Let's good get pick. them some. Let's get them some uh, offensive protection here. I, uh, I'm actually a little bit shocked that you didn't go where I'm gonna go for the Chargers. And we are also sticking at wide receiver, but we're going to take Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver at a Tennessee deep threat. I think, listen, Chargers just need weapons. Like Mike Williams is always hurt. Keenan Allen is not getting any younger. There was a rumor earlier this offseason that he was going to get cut. And they were like, uh, yeah, no, we're not. We're not doing yeah. that. So we're going to take Jalen Hyatt here. I mean, I'm. I'm ecstatic about that. And if I'm the Ravens, it's like, thank you. Really appreciate it. Cause now we're just going to go a run on receivers as I'm taking Quentin Johnston, uh, the receiver at a TCU. I think this is a big body receiver for whoever the future quarterback is of the Baltimore Ravens. If you've been on Twitter the last couple of days within this last week, um, you're now aware Lamar Jackson doesn't want to be there. What are they going to do at that? No idea. I think that's something we could probably just take a little pause on and discuss on what your guys' thoughts are. But either way, I have the Ravens here at pick 22, taking Quentin Johnson. Johnston, excuse me, the receiver at a TCU. So now that we've pressed pause on the draft here, to ask you guys the question, if Lamar Jackson is granted his wish from the Ravens and is traded, where is he going? Well, you got to look at what teams, you know, can get him. And I think I think what Lamar's pissed about is I think he figured out that he got blackballed by the entire NFL thanks to the Ravens. I mean, because immediately within seconds of the, him being able to negotiate with other teams, how many teams came and said, oh, yeah, we're out, we're out, we're out. Even today, the uh, was it the Falcons that said, you know, this is a very different situation than Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he has an MVP. He's younger. He's better. And there's no suitors for him? No suitors, really. If, if I'm the Jets, really? it's like, screw you, Aaron Rodgers. We're done negotiating with your franchise. We want a younger, better MVP player here. Come on. Yeah, if I'm the Jets, I'm doing it in a heartbeat. If I'm the if Falcons, I'm Bill Belichick, heartbeat. Yeah, see you, Matt thousand Jones. percent. Thousand percent. I think there's. I mean, Lamar Jackson is a top X quarterback in the league. Ten very easily, right? I don't think you think twice about it. Mm-hmm. That means there's 20 that if he is a top 10 quarterback, that means there's 22 teams who should be calling Baltimore right now. And even if you have, you think you have your guy, you're including him in a swap to get Lamar Jackson. 
if you're the Colts, is this something you kind of consider? It's like, man, we can't. I think so. Quarterback, we can't. Like, I mean, I think that that offense. You saw what it did for Jalen Hurts. How can you think that Lamar would be bad in that offense? You know, I mean, I think the Colts are a great fit. Granted, their line has oddly turned from being the best in the league to one of the worst. But still, you know, I, I think there's tons of teams that there's no reason Lamar Jackson shouldn't have a market, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, you don't need to call it the Ravens. You literally just call Lamar Jackson and just yeah. like, get the contract signed, right? Like he is a free agent. Like he is. Like that's all. Like as long as you're comfortable knowing that you're giving up two first round picks, like you can offer him whatever the hell you want, right? Um, yes, it makes sense from the Colts side, but it also doesn't, right? Like if you feel like you can get your quarterback that you truly believe in at four, then the goal in the NFL is to have a quarterback on a rookie contract where you can pay mm-hmm. the rest of your team and win a championship. You are not getting that when you get Lamar, right? Like that is why I actually think that Lamar is on the opposite, right? Like, like of like having leverage, right? All the other, like the Ravens have all the leverage right now because they know that most of the teams are like that. And thinking that way, right? So, again, if I was a GM, I'd be wanting Lamar very much. But, anyways, that's kind of my side of it. Um, The Colts would be a fantastic fit. The Commanders would be a fantastic fit. I mean, if I was if I was Lamar, you know how bad the Commanders have had it recently, and they're about to get new ownership as soon as like days, really. Mm -hmm. Like you and the new ownership can come and save that franchise. Like that would be enticing to me. Um, if you could convince that new ownership of like, hey, I can be, let's let's do this together. So those would be my top two teams. Like it, sweet. You're up next with the Vikings, by the way. I am up now with the with the Vikings. New man on the Minnesota Vikings. No, I right, that's cool. <laughs> I'm just thinking through I, this. You just nailed it so well. I was well. buying I was like, time dropping it all love it, man. You, d- you did. You did. I thought I was at a concert. I was like, what the? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Hendon Hooker. Hell yeah. Doing Hendon Hooker. Tennessee, quarter- Tennessee quarterback. <laughs> um Christian, or I mean, not Christian Kirk, sorry. Kirk Cousins is on what is last year of his deal at this point, and it's not worth mm-hmm. very much. They clearly don't really want him. Like they've they've offered him an extension, and they're like, ah, now nah, let's just play this out. Like, I think they're done with him as well, knowing like what he is. Hendon Hooker being able to sit back for a whole year, get that they ACL right, and then they got their guy and they get him, you know, what could be one of the best deep ball throwers in this draft class. Justin um, Jefferson there too. <laughs> yeah, with Justin Jefferson and stuff. Like, yeah, I'm going Hendon Hooker. And yeah. you just spend the rest of your draft on defense if you're the Vikings. Hell yeah, absolutely. I think you guys right on all accounts. I'm going to do the damn thing. Uh, that's that's what we're doing tonight, right? Just the damn thing every yeah. time. I know Therese loves this pick because we've talked about it before and he, he's here for it. Uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars at pick 24, they will select – Brian Branch, defensive back, Alabama. This is, and it seems like we do this every year with one of the defensive backs. Instead of just calling him a chess piece, I would say this is your Charlie Gardner Johnson. 
this is your guy who can play safety. He can play slot corner. He can play in the box. He can play out of the box. He can play center field. He can play everywhere. Uh, this is a home run pick. I don't know why he's fallen so far, in my opinion, even though, yes, he's a first-round pick, but one of the more underrated players in the draft that we'll look back on and be like, why did he go at the end of the first round? He should have been a top-20 pick. I love this so much. <laughs> I mean, you, you said it. Like, I just think that he, like, he fits. He fits what I want this defense to need and have. So, yeah, love it. This is you know in today's NFL, this is the this is the guy you need, right? You need a a Charlie Garner Johnson. You need a Derwin James, somebody who can come in and just cover everybody. Mm-hmm. You do. You need that guy. You do. I love it. Okay. It's, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Next up with the New York football giants. Uh, I think we're all in agreement on what they need here. So should we say it all together at once? What position do we think the Giants need more than anything? Let's just see how crazy this is. One, two, three. Receiver. receiver. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Trees, for at least being on the same page as me. Um, I named my dog Reese after you, honestly, just so I could say that name all the time because that's yeah. how much I love it. That was weird. Thought it would be cute. Totally kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm going Zay Flowers here for the Giants. Uh, receiver from Boston College. Um, I do think this is just a slam dunk pick uh, for the Giants. If you're here and you can make this happen because this helps Daniel Jones out immensely from the start. And now you just have to hope that Saquon Barkley can stay healthy and that your offensive line can continue to build off the success that it had last year. Nice. Uh, you stole that pick. I really wanted that pick for the Cowboys. I think I've done it to you three times tonight. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're all right. Yeah, yeah, I know you did it with that and the Paris Johnson one for sure. So, all right. Um, I'm up next up with the Cowboys. I'm going to go with a guy that some people even have as like cornerback one as well. I'm going to go with Deontay Banks, cornerback out of Maryland. Uh, this team kind of got picked apart in the playoffs a little bit. And during the regular season with that cornerback opposite of Diggs. So give me Deontay Banks here. And they're going to just ride that defense and see if that defense can lead them to a championship by defense and running the football. Cause we're playing in the 1980s apparently. Yeah. Hey, I, I think it's a great pick. I, I really do for the position we're in. For what the Cowboys have had offseason wise, I think that's a that's a great pick. I'm up at 27 with the Buffalo Bills, uh, a team that got hit pretty hard in free agency, losing Tremaine Edmonds, a very good physical specimen uh, at linebacker. We're going to replace him here with Drew Sanders, linebacker out of Arkansas. Another guy who I think hasn't got a lot of shine, but uh, very productive player at Arkansas, can play inside, outside, move around the defense, played a little edge rusher as well. Uh, so I think he'll be a good versatile piece and he'll get him coached up to play Mike. Absolutely love it. Next up for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I'm not too thrilled with this pick, to be honest with you, just because that means I have to help the Cincinnati Bengals moving forward. And I'm trying to get their, their roster pulled up in my laptop. It's deciding to be super slow. I'm not going to complain about it because it's at least still working. Sorry, trees. But <laughs> to go with the Cincinnati Bengals here, I do think, what they need is just more help along their offensive line. So this is kind of where I'm sitting here thinking you just signed Orlando Brown Jr. do a contract. You know, Jonah Williams is now requesting a con- or re- requesting a trade. Well, Lyle Collins, my God, let me just keep stumbling over my words here. Lyle Collins is, you know, getting older. How much more can you rely on him? 
I do think if you can take the other tackle out of Ohio State, I took Paris Johnson earlier for the Jets. Let's go ahead and take Dewan Jones, the offensive tackle, from the Ohio State Buckeyes and just slide him in anywhere along the offensive line and just help out to just keep giving Joe Burrow protection to throw to every single weapon that he has on that team. If you're the Bengals, you're really hoping that Bijan Robinson can somehow slide this far down. There's a possibility where you look on the defensive side of the ball and say, let's see if we can get more interior pressure uh, and kind of disrupt the passers and allow our edge guys to get there some more. Maybe we can help our secondary some as well. But for me, it's let's continue to find ways to protect Joe Burrow and do it cheaply as well. Because, hey, we're about to pay him a massive contract. Let's see how many rookie contracts we can get along this offensive line to kind of help out the future there after paying a guy like Orlando Brown Jr. as well. All right. Solid. I There's a lot of different routes that I think the Bengals could go. So I'm going to dive into the Bengals for a second. Um, the guy that I thought would go here but didn't was Dalton Schultz. But they did sign Ir- Irv Smith, which I thought was actually a really good sneaky signing that they could probably just roll with. Um, so I almost took Dalton Schultz with the Cowboys pick since they lost – Schultz, um, but I'm going to take, or sorry, Dalton Kincaid because they lost Schultz. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Um, I'm going to take Kincaid here, though, with the Saints pick. Boy, he's the first tight end off the board, huh? First tight end off the board. Love it. I love it with um, my next pick because I talk about the future, baby. Yeah, you can go ahead and take take this. Sir, you have, sir, you have Noah Gray. Yeah, you have no agree. What are you talking about? Super Bowl legend. Don't you have Blake Blake Bell, too, or something? Just signed him back another one-year deal. When he's on the team, they win Super Bowls. So There you uh, go. There you go. Yeah. Not saying, but I'm saying. Yeah. All right. I'm taking taking Kincaid here. Uh, They did re-sign Jawan Johnson to a two-year deal, but I think that these guys know that they need another offensive weapon, and the whole – they just need they just need weapons just in general. All the wide receivers are gone at this point. Like I was gonna I was gonna go one route, but I'm like, man, you just like, reminded me of Jameis Winston. He that was the same tone of like, what is it that my trainer always tells me? Just be prepared. Just be That's prepared. What my trainer just tells me, just be just prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> but like, man, they're getting old and suspended at running back, most likely. Their wide receivers are just getting old and just not very good. Their tight ends, like they just need weapons. Here's a dude that might not be able to make a splash year one tight ends. It's so hard to make splashes in year one, but long-term I think that he can really make a difference on this team. So we're going to go with Dalton Kincaid. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you got a lot of good points there. Uh, I'm up at 30 with the Eagles earlier trees. You gave them no, or I'm sorry. Austin gave them Nolan Smith on the defensive line at edge. And I got, I just got to ask you guys, Am I crazy for drafting another defensive lineman? No, they. I mean, they're getting. Really I mean, they lost so much. They lost on, so much. along that defensive line. So right now, and let's just talk about it. All right, pot of the people. I got Brian Bercy, the defensive tackle from Clemson, yeah. lined up. You look how Clemson used him. They rotated him. He was incredibly productive. Presumably, good. Can he play every down? Well, look what the Eagles do. What do they do with their defensive line? They have a deep defensive line that they rotate. I think this guy could be a monster in Philly. Yeah, and the only reason I took Nolan Smith 
was because I thought Jalen Carter might continue to fall, and he didn't. If Jalen Carter falls to the Eagles, there's no way he gets past 10. I don't think he gets past right. 9 with the Bears, if we're being completely honest. Yeah. But agreed. No, yeah, no, I'm right there with you. And and I think like Nolan Smith and Brian Bercy, yeah, they're both defensive linemen, but they're so different. You know, yeah. not just interior, exterior, but you know, Nolan Smith being a a smaller and undersized pass rusher that wins with speed. Brian BC, Brian Bercy being a 300 pound mammoth that plays inside. Yeah, let me yeah. just go ahead you and know, mess this play up from right here. I think I think they complement each other so well, and those are two big money positions. Lock them down with that fifth year rookie option on first round pick. So yeah, we're gonna do it. Brian Bercy, defensive tackle, Clemson. He's number two on my list for the Jags, so I love this pick for them. Oh, oh, so we know it's a good pick. Sweet. And then rounding out the 31st pick here in round one of our mock draft, the only round that we're going to be doing tonight, um, would probably be smart to go after an edge player here, maybe after another corner. We saw them do that last year with uh, Trent McDuffie out of Washington, but then you know you hit with the guys that you took in the later end of the draft. We've talked about them plenty, especially going into the Super Bowl and the way that they lived up to it with Watson and Joshua Williams. So I don't really like the fact of them taking a corner here. I think when you look at the receivers, they got speed guys everywhere. Travis Kelsey's getting sneaky old. Let's just go ahead and add a guy who is just being deemed as one of the better tight end prospects to come out for a while. And I think that's going to be Michael Mayer, the tight end out of Notre Dame. And I think if this can happen and be a realistic thing, I think Travis Kelsey is just going to absolutely love it due to the fact that there's going to be another reliable target that the Chiefs are going to have across the middle of the field, which is going to mean Travis Kelsey has more one-on-one opportunities or be in spots where he can attack downfield and make things happen underneath. This is just such a win-win-win-win-win for the Kansas City Chiefs offense that I love it. He has the ability to block, so if you have questions along the offensive line, there's that answer. You have a prominent running back in Isaiah Pacheco. You need a guy to help block and continue and open up more run lanes towards the outside for him to bounce it out and go. There it is. You need another guy in the middle of the field. There it is. You need a guy down the field. There it is. I freaking love it. I cannot, could not be happier. You're looking for the future of this offense after Travis Kelsey inevitably leaves or retires. Love it even more. God, I hope this comes true. I'm getting way too excited about it. And you guys are not matching my energy right now. That's fine. Well, like, but I love I mean, this because it's probably not going to happen. And I get right. it. But well, yeah, because they have Noah Gray. Yeah. See, and then you got to follow up with something like that. Yeah. Which is, I'm just dropping facts. Yeah. Just absurdity. Duke is he or is he not on the roster? He is on the roster, but he's not no Michael Mayer. Really? How many catches did Michael Mayer have in the Super Bowl this year? Not one. Not plus not one. Not one. That's for sure. That won us money. That's for damn sure. So Michael Mayer has never made guys. me money. Happy for you guys. Not yeah. once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not once. Actually, he lost us a bunch of money this this He probably season. did. Yeah. yeah. He probably did. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. As they see in Kansas City, the was, rent is he, due. Act to be completely honest, no Gray's reason I stopped betting on the Chiefs this year. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. cool. You started winning too much. You're worried he's gonna fuck up your taxes or what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the zero catches prop bet was nailed throughout the season. Yeah. So speaking of money and shit, 
what's what's going on with your guys's crazy fan the wolf dude whatever that robs banks and shit i'm sorry i've never gotten really into this because one i just don't give a fuck about kansas city yeah, fans. no so but, he, he was just a diehard chiefs fan but he went to every single game for the chiefs but it was always like row one along the 50 yard line so he was just always there home and away and everyone started wondering, like, dude, how the hell can you afford to do this? Like, what do you do for a living? And, he, you know, he just said he had a bunch of charity-type deal. He had a bunch of warehouses that he managed and, you know, just da-da-da-da, hit on some investments. And so it was like, okay, whatever. And then leading, I think, into one of the playoff games, he got busted. I think it was actually the game in Houston. He robbed a bank in Oklahoma off the interstate and got busted because he wore the chief's mask and everyone was able to identify, like, we know who this guy is. And everyone started wondering, like, why is he not at the game? He usually does like a post video too of like him running at the camera, screaming and yelling, like, let's go chief score prediction. And he didn't do it for that game. And then the police report comes out of like, if you know this man, please help us identify. It's like, holy shit, that's him. He's been in jail. There it is. And so he's been in jail, and then right before the Super Bowl, he was able, I think, to post bond. Uh, but he had bets for the Chiefs that he had posted for the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl and win, and for Patrick Mahomes to be the MVP. And I think that would have won him like $150,000. Well, when he posted bond, the Super Bowl happened. Patrick Mahomes gets named MVP. He's won that money. When he posted bond, he wasn't allowed to leave the state of Oklahoma. Well, he cut off his anchor bracelet and left and went and cashed his checks. And now they think he's trying to head to Mexico and get away. So they don't know where he's at. He's just on the run. In the, in the year 2023, people are still trying to rob a bank. Yeah. I mean, banks aren't worth robbing anymore. (laughs) I mean, if we're just being completely honest, no, they don't keep, they don't keep like a, that's crazy. People don't seem to understand that anymore. They keep enough cash for you to go buy a ticket at the 50 yard line to every chiefs game you want to, but that's it. Man. Be wow. smarter, guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't rob on. banks. That's a yeah. <laughs> dude watch good job. Dude watches God. the town once and then all of a sudden <laughs> thinks he's been at like like uh, what the hell? I wonder how many banks he has robbed though. I mean, like okay, honestly, and I don't maybe we shouldn't even do this because I don't want to like promote crime on the podcast, but I gotta feel like there's businesses out there that I would rather rob than a bank. Oh yeah. Like what? Like, I mean, I think if you rob the right and see, this is why I didn't want to do this. Yeah. I don't want to, I have have an answer, but I don't want to say it. Yeah. I don't. I'm going to, I'll say it. Like why not one of the weed shops? Cause it's cash only. That's a great answer. Or even like a golf course or something like that, where there's always a bar. Oklahoma. I, I don't know. Dude, fucking everything. What what isn't legal in Oklahoma? You can do whatever the hell you want. That's a question. I don't know. But you need. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, there's always a business that's very cash heavy, or like the or like restaurants right after lunch during that lull where it's literally probably only a cook and a waitress. Like, never know. I mean, you might not get like the hundred thousand dollars you might get from a bank, but you're not going to get caught or it's less like you will get caught. Do not rob places. You will get caught, but it's less likely. Yeah. Just don't rob. Just be smart. Yeah. Just be, just be a good person. Yeah. yeah. Anybody out there, if you ever need cash that bad, 
hit me up at Justin Trees on Twitter. Okay, I got you. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I got to see. So everybody, I don't know what how this is going to work. I got kicked off like three different times. We have four different recorders. I'm going to try to piece this all together. We're going to see if this even works. Maybe this doesn't even come out. We don't know. We'll find out here shortly. So, mm-hmm. But uh, we appreciate y'all. And tonight we've been talking football. Yeah.